And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, rural municipalities oppose a suggestion to extend the elected term. But first, a new change. We bring in the farm weather at the start of Agri-News. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland. Working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina. Specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry Shepherd at 352-1866. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today. Cloudy this afternoon, 30% chance of showers late this afternoon, the high 16. Cloudy tonight, 60% chance of showers, the low 7. Tomorrow, partly cloudy, 30% chance of showers early in the morning. Fog patches in the morning, the high 16. Tuesday, the low 5. Wednesday, sunny, the high 22. Chance of evening showers, the low 9. Thursday, sunny, the high 23, the low 10. Friday, partly cloudy, 40%. Chance of showers, the high 17, the low 8. Saturday, sunny with a high of 23 and the low 9. Sunday, sunny, the high near 23. The normal high is 23. The normal low is 8 degrees. The sun rose at 6.05 this morning. It sets at 7.55 tonight. And around the province, we have Estevan and Saskatoon at 13, Swift Current 14, Weyburn 15. Yorkton is the hot spot in the province at 17 degrees. In Regina, with cloudy skies, it's 14. That's 57 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the south at 7. Humidity 73%. The barometer rising 101.3. A haze is in Moose Jaw right now, 13 degrees. Winds are from the east-southeast at 8. Once again, Regina, cloudy and 14. That's 57 Fahrenheit. Back in a moment. Agri-News is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Choose McDougall Auctioneers for guaranteed results online at mcdougallauction.com. Rural municipalities in Saskatchewan are opposed to moving the 2020 fall municipal elections. The province is suggesting moving October 2020 municipal elections to October 2021. It's to avoid conflict with the provincial election set for early November 2020. SARM President Ray Orb says a survey found rural councillors do not want to extend their term an extra year. We actually did a poll through SARM. We polled our members on this one. We um, got, probably not surprisingly, uh, the response was pretty much uh, two-thirds of our rural municipalities are opposed to changing our, our municipal election date. So we're asking for the status quo. So as you're probably aware, we have municipal elections this fall. Uh, that will be for the even divisions 2, 4, and 6 within the rural municipalities. And two years from now, in 2020, we would have the odd number, divisions plus the reeves coming up for election. And so uh, that is a bit of a conflict with the provincial election date. But our members have said quite emphatically, I believe, is that uh, we don't believe that we should have to change our election dates. Do some producers or councillors feel that an extending it an extra year as the province requested is just too much? Yeah, in the case, it will give some people, uh, it would give some people a five-year uh, term, which I believe that some members were uh, opposed to. They think that's simply too long. They signed up with the idea of going four years, and you know what, they can decide what to do from there after the four years or five years. It's a bit of a stretch for some people. Do you see no conflict with a provincial election at the same time as a municipal election? Yeah, it is a bit of a conflict. It is overlapping, uh, I believe, by about five or six days. So there'll be people campaigning at the same time in the municipalities as they are in the provincial elections in those constituencies. So there is a bit of an overlap. I guess the issue with the rural people maybe isn't as severe 
uh, many of our rural members don't have kind of a really visible campaign. They may go door to door. They may send out information about their campaigns, but they probably don't do the advertising and things that the people in the uh, constituencies do when the MLAs are getting elected. So it's not as much of a conflict, we believe. So you hope the province will just leave it all alone? Yeah, we, that's what we're, uh, you know, we're leaning towards that. We don't have any really clear sense from our members which way they want to go as far as making recommendations to the province. So we just simply said, that's up to the province to decide and we'll be happy with our terms uh, and the dates for the municipalities' elections uh, remaining the same. Got it. The overlap isn't such a big issue. Not such a big deal, no. On another topic, President Trump has announced there's a trade deal with Mexico and he will open talks with Canada. What are your thoughts on that announcement today? Well, I think that should be seen as good news. You know, we've all been watching that in the news lately. NAFTA is a big issue, especially for a province such as Saskatchewan. Because we are trading, we export a lot of products out of Canada into the United States. And so uh, we should be pleased. Uh, although we don't know what the details will be yet, we we should be pleased. There are negotiations and uh, there are some announcements that are uh, are upcoming. How important is a trade deal between Canada and the U.S.? Well, I think it's really crucial for agriculture because of the fact that uh, we export a lot more than we consume uh, as far as bulk products in agriculture. So uh, any uh, trade congruency, I guess you could say, uh, with the U.S. and Canada has got to be a good thing. And I think we were pleased with NAFTA as it was, and we're hoping that we can go back to some kind of a NAFTA similarity in that process of negotiation. Ray Orb is the president of the Saskatchewan Association of Rural Municipalities. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Diggleman Industries. Look to Diggleman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market and the Remax Blue Chip Realty Ag Team of Marcel de Corby and Graham Toth. Online at landforsalesask.ca. Cattle producers in drought areas are searching for alternative feed supplies and making difficult decisions on herd downsizing. The latest Saskatchewan Agriculture Crop Report has a poor rating of 29% for pastures, with another 26% very poor. Rick Tony from Gull Lake is the chair of the Saskatchewan Cattlemen's Association. He says some yearlings will be going to market sooner than usual. There's guys trying to get the pressure off the grass downs because they're running into a situation where uh, they're running out of grass and they're running into a situation where they might have to overgraze. When you overgraze, you're destroying your root system and you'll have less grass for the next year. Cattle producers are looking for every potential source of feed. There's guys that have had hail and they're getting second growth and they're cutting the second growth and making feed out of it. There's guys that are just taking their regular durum crops and they're silaging because there's more money in them for feed than there is uh, harvesting the durum. There are also plenty of discussions going on among producers across the province. Guys are talking to their neighbours. Guys are talking to different people about what they have out there. They're trying to buy up straw from farmers that uh, have a good enough crop that there's going to be a, a decent uh, straw crop, and, and they're buying straw, looking for grain. All kinds of all, different alternatives are being investigated to try and mitigate the feed shortage. Tony is looking at the possibility of moving cattle north for the winter. Myself, I've talked to a fella up north in North Battleford, and rather than shipping hay to my cows, it's cheaper for me to ship my cows to the hay. And I've been talking to a guy about taking cows and, and feeding them at a yard site next to his and using his hay uh, there to feed them and having him do the feeding. I know of other operations that are doing the same thing. 
The Saskatchewan Cattlemen's Association is calling on Ottawa to make an announcement now on which areas will qualify under the livestock tax deferral provision. This would allow producers to defer a portion of sale proceeds to the following year to rebuild their herd. Western Grains Research Foundation is providing $675,000 to organic crop research. Executive Director Garth Patterson says the funding follows a new federal program for organic food production research. Well, Jim, the background to the announcement of our funding for uh, research into organic crops is uh, to support the new organic research cluster that was announced by Federal Minister Macaulay uh, last Friday out in British Columbia. It's part of the organic cluster in the new ag policy program funding. Uh, We were funders in the previous organic cluster also. In this new cluster that was announced, it's quite an extensive cluster that's being led by the Organic Federation. It involves over 60 researchers and cuts across field crops, horticulture, vegetable crops, vineyards, and livestock. For the Western Grains Research Foundation, our interest is in funding research into field crops that benefit Western Canadian farmers. So there was about nine projects that the organic cluster has that interested us and our board did approve up to $675,000 over five years to support that. The total value of the organic cluster is a little over $13 million with a little over $8 million coming from the federal government. Tell me a little bit about the issues that you highlighted that you're funding, the $675,000. Highlight some of those projects. Now, some of those projects include, there's a few that cut across breeding, identifying varieties of uh, soybean, wheat, oats that perform well in organic systems. So we're supporting some projects there. There's also... uh, projects on winter cereals are part of that also I should have mentioned. There's a project about related to organically grown milling oat and how to optimize yield of that. There's another one related to soil health management in organic systems. There's also one with respect to sustainability of cropping systems, uh, organic cropping systems in the brown soil zone. So uh, Those are the types of projects that fit our mandate to uh, fund cropping system type of research that we'll be supporting over the next five years. The Western Grains Research Foundation is a farmer-funded and farmer-directed nonprofit group with funds from checkoffs and overages from the maximum grain revenue entitlement provisions for the railways. The Saskatoon-based group is the largest producer-funder of field crop research in Canada, spending $17 million a year. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hall is Wealth. Call 1-800-284-9999 for more information or to book a free consultation with the office of Scott Bjornson Hall is Wealth. Scotia Capital Inc. is a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and the Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada. Market Update also brought to you by Flamin Sales in Saskatoon, Southie, Prince Albert, Yorkton and Swan River. Visit Flamin.com. Grain prices at Viterra were showing downward movement in early trading today. Canola fell 460 at $448.82. Oats dropped 66 cents at 163.08. Number one red spring wheat declined 311 at 242.55. The rest were unchanged. Durham 248.02. Feed barley 187.63. 
Flax, $479. Yellow peas, $221.54. Feed wheat, $175.44. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange, September wheat is down seven cents at five sixty-five and three-quarter cents a bushel. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia 642-4180 or Weyburn 842-4574. Heartland Livestock Market Report, Donnie Peacock reporting from the Swift Current Yards. 950 cattle on the Tuesday sale. Yeah, that is kind of big numbers for this particular season. Cow market, all of steady, those good, smooth, typey cows, 90 to 95. You did have the odd sale up as high as a dollar, but the overall average is 85.90, and what that reflects is the older, thinner cows certainly selling at a Discount 55 to 75 by a lot of the older cows that have kind of seen the end of their cycle. Into the feeder cattle market, it's strong and active. The nine-weight steers averaged 192.45. They sold up to 194.50. We did have some good nine-weight steers in the offering. Eight-weight steers uh, in that 195 to 205 range. Seven 60-weight steers uh, averaged 207. They sell as high as. 11 into we did see some carrot crop calves in the run and yes that is very early for this time of the year in swift current but uh, lots of baby calves coming behind their mother uh, the older cows are cleaning them out here already that market is pretty good uh, the five weight steer calves from 210 to 230 the four weight steer calves uh, average 232 they sell into the 40s and we did get the three-weight steers as high as 254. Into the heifer calf trade, kind of regardless on weight, bring 190 to 210 per pound on the heifer calf trade. Upcoming, it looks like there will continue to be some cow-calf pairs come to split here early throughout the end of August and into September. That, of course, weather-related, but at least the market is pretty substantial and solid for it. That's the way it is in cattle country. Heartland Swift Current. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 6,100 hogs Friday, selling a range of 89 to 122 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 7,000 head, selling a range of 88 to 120 per CKG. 100 index hog prices for the week ending Friday, August 24th are Maple Leaf Sig 5 108.89, Ham's Cash 107.39, Thunder Creek Brickle 121.27, and High Life 121.86 per CKG. Ham's cash hog price today is down. Four contract prices opened higher this morning. On Friday, the Canadian dollar was up 16 basis points with the daily exchange rate at 1.3036. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 77.11 cents U.S. U.S. cash markets are not expected to show any signs of support in early trade this week. As hog supplies are abundant, packers have all the numbers they need to meet their planned slaughter schedule. Compared to the same week last year, the slaughter was 8% larger and generally represents the biggest hurdle to overcome in order for the cash market to recover. Lean hog futures continue their volatile trade, with the remaining 2018 contracts gaining between $2 and $3 US to 100 weight in today's early trade, while the December contract is being valued higher than the October one. With this morning's rally, the December hog contract is valued 10% higher than the current cash market and more than 20% higher than its price just over two weeks ago. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today, and if you missed the farm weather forecast now at the start of Agri-News, the outlook today is cloudy with 30% chance of showers late this afternoon, the high 16. Tonight, cloudy, 60% chance of showers, the low 7. Tomorrow, partly cloudy, 30% chance of showers early in the morning. Fog patches tomorrow, the high 16, the low plus 5. 
In Regina, it's cloudy and 14. That's 57 Fahrenheit. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.